dream and savage yearning within them, legions compelled by a passion that knows no boundary, a consuming flame that defies plausible explanation, battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Indeed it is, Cave Crew Radio, ladies and gentlemen. My name is DK, and I am live from my cave in Ontario, Canada. And I am standing by the uh, by the saying of what will go wrong, or what can go wrong, will go wrong tonight. Windows updates, both computers. Um, hole in the bottom of the pool this week. I actually got to witness uh, two old men on scooters have road rage against each other after picking my wife up tonight. It's a uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful time to be on the cave. Welcome, everybody. I, I do see or hear or listen to uh, Queens, New York. Yes, I am here live from Queens, New York. This is their big, big. I did not have the good fortune of seeing two old men road rage on scooters. That would have been the greatest thing of my week. It was funny. It it was funny. I I heard yelling. I was talking to my wife. I pick her up from work. We're driving down side roads trying to get home quicker. And I hear, you know, you motherfucker. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Look out my my driver's window. And and two old guys on scooters. I don't know who cut off who or or maybe one guy was over the speed limit. I, I don't have a fucking idea. And I and I couldn't take a picture because I was driving. I that it could be over the speed limit, like he's doing twelve miles an hour or something. I don't know. I I heard something about. I was in the left, and I see, but I, I don't understand where the left and the right is with the scooters because they're basically riding right beside the curb. Right, they don't want to get hit by cars. Right. <laughs> I mean, I uh, fucking good times. I got. I got to. Dis, I, I got to uh, contemplate uh, human um, hygiene on my way home from work. Uh, I, I and uh, Stu um, 
Actually, we should bring in Stu because I want to ask him about this. Uh, so, uh, do I hear? Do I hear London calling? Here we go. Hang on. Really does grow on you. This is London calling. Hello, this is the junior intern. Good evening, gentlemen. And before you go anywhere else, do you realize that today, today, is National Intern Day? Oh, really? Yeah, you know, everything has, right, National Cheesecake Day, uh, right. National, National, uh, you know, Hangnail Day, uh, right, there's right. National Day for everything, but today is... I saw it on Twitter, National Intern Day. So before you get your conversation with Big B, uh, congratulations to our junior intern. Thank you. I would have took a day off if I'd have realized. <laughs> well, there's nowhere else you'd rather be than in that white room, which, which, by the way, the background in that white room constantly changes. I, I'm, I'm beginning to think he has a green screen. <laughs> if only. Where where is the toaster? The toaster's up here. Oh, right there. oh there it is. Okay, all right. The toaster's there. Anyway, Big B, carry on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We got sidetracked. No, no problem. And and I wanna I wanna ask Stu about this because uh, uh, you know I normally take a bus home from work, but in order to get to the bus, I have to hop on the train for a stop or two. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I get on the train, and uh, this smell this hits me. As soon as I get on the train, and it, it's it's nothing but pure body odor. <laughs> That's the sweaty, best smell of all, eh? Sweaty person that, you know, didn't put on deodorant yeah. and apparently didn't bathe for a day or two. Now, you know, I looked around. There wasn't a homeless guy or anything. It was all just regular yeah. people on the train going somewhere. So one of those people that was in my area smelled horrifically. They just stunk. Now, they, they just stunk. Like, you know, like they fucking went out and was playing basketball for three days and didn't shower and didn't put on deodorant. It was just that sweaty armpit smell, yeah. right? Um, so it, 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 it led me to contemplate, what do people think? Like, do they not smell themselves? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't do, think do they not have a friend that says, dude? Put on some deodorant, man. You well, it, it's funny you should say it because now when I walked into work uh, earlier this evening to book on for my duty, I could smell bo, and it wasn't. It was just sort of fresh bo. It wasn't like caked on for weeks. And I thought, and then I, I went into the mess room to grab a number forty-four, and, it, <laughs> and now I started smelling myself because I was thinking, does right, that right. smell me? And I was thinking, it can't be. I'd, a, I'd like a shower an hour ago, and I right. wear deodorant. And then I went back in, and it was the manager, and he just—I say it was—it was sort of like a fresh, fresh bo, if you get what I mean. But we've got a couple of guys at work that—I mean, one of them we call him Soapy because he—I mean, he—he he reeks. He smells like he smells like onions or something. <laughs> it, it's so bad. It is so bad. It's like he's never washed his underpants or something like that. It's like there's. God, no, I don't. Can you imagine, like, not washing your underpants for like a year, and, Jesus. and then rubbing on, rubbing them on every piece of clothing? I don't know. That's how I, how I can imagine. <laughs> Using your underwear as a dryer sheet. <laughs> I, I, I was speaking to him the other day, 
and I, and it hit me, and I felt sick, and so I moved away from him, but still talking, like just like casually, sort of moving about twenty feet away, like. And then he came. He kept coming closer to me, and I was like, I wanted to heave. Does, does he yeah. not realize that he stinks? Like that's no. what led me to contemplate. You know, whoever's on the train that smelled. Does do they not realize that they fucking stink? I we don't once, think they do. We once had these people. Um, and they couldn't have been related. They must have been fucking gypsies or something. But they were on my, my whoever my sister married or, or my brother-in-law's site. Like a, a, a sister and a, and a brother, another brother-in-law, if that makes any fucking sense. Um, anyway, they would bath. But the problem with them is they would put the same fucking clothes on. So, like, oh. you know, you imagine you're going out in the hot sun. You're, you're sweating. You stink. I stink. You know, we all have that thing. Ooh, I feel a little, you know. Go take your shower, bath, whatever it is you take. Swim in the pool. Um, but they put on the same fucking clothes. Like, when you come in from sweating, you get a new shirt. And as Stu would say, new underwear. Right. Yeah, or you, have, you have a wash and all that. But, I mean, my, my father was old school. He was born in, like, 1937 or something like that. And they never had deodorant then. So my dad never really wore deodorant, but he never really smelled unless he was doing something very, you know, if he was doing gardening, he'd smell, then he'd go and have a bath or a shower, mm. you know, but he never he never wore deodorant because it was just not his, it wasn't his era, if you get what, I know it sounds a bit weird. But, no, no, no I'm, but, I'm, he was, I'm, but he was still clean. Right. But he was I, clean. I, I, yeah. You always watch those cowboy movies with like uh, Jesse James and them. And every so often, they get in that big wooden tub. Yeah. And either there's a woman scrubbing them, a, a whore or something, or, or they're scrubbing yeah. themselves in, in the big bubble bath. Like, even in, exactly. in those days, after you worked in fucking horse shit all day, you, you take a bath. Yeah. See, and, and it, it it's funny because I'm watching this. There's a show on uh, AMC uh, here called Turn Washington Spies. It's about the American Revolution. And like the the first spies in military and all that stuff. It's, it's a really really interesting so show. So it's a period piece back in the 1700s. But it led me to think too. Like you know, I I, I contemplate as I'm watching the show. I contemplate weird shit, and I, I'm looking at them, and you see them being portrayed in their camps, which is in the woods somewhere or whatever. All of these people must have really stunk because there was no like <laughs> brushing of your teeth. There was no showers. I can imagine the women as well. Yeah, the women is, you know, everybody just must have stunk. But the women couldn't have shaved anything, could they? Okay, now now look. I know of, no. They must have have been hairy and reeked, but Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know know if I ever told this story before, but I remember this one time I took this uh, chick, it must have been in high school sometime, and it's the only time I really experienced it, and I she was actually dressed as a nun or, or a pilgrim or something like that, similar. Um, you know, half burka, whatever you call it. And, and I remember we were at the river, and I did went kind of down, and, and I never smelled anything worse. I thought there was dead fish on the shore. So imagine if all the women in the town smelled like dead fish. <laughs> and and I don't know I don't know what we smell out like like dead emus or something I 
we were smelling, we spat that horrible, we would have that, that horrible onion bag, onion ball <laughs> smell. Yeah. Like we just rubbed our underwear over all of our clothes. <laughs> yes. So, so the, 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 the guy that Stu works with is basically from 1772. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did mention to him once, but no, I didn't. T- I actually, the last person I told that they smell, I said to him, "Don't shoot the messenger." Did I tell you about this already? Because I, no. I, te- I text him and I said, "I've got this problem." I you said, text the guy that smelled. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I said to him, "I've got this guy who, who smells and he stinks of bo, and people have started talking about it." And I said, "I'm not sure what to do." And he goes, "Well, if it was me, I'd want to know." I went, "Okay, it's you." <laughs> but what I'm not going to do it again but what do you I would rather know you, you he, know you know what said, though that that reason he said he'd rather know and I said to him and he got the right ass with me that that raises said, well, a really a really modern day question though because you, you you know how you know we joke about the snowflakes and shit like that but how backwards it is you, you, you're not allowed to do Anything in the workplace, anything can be offensive. And and I know we're going to lead into a, a military well, you know, subject in a minute. But, there's but, some guy that I've got beef with at work, right? But would you be able to say, I, I, no, I cannot I work pulled, I cannot no, work today no. because so-and-so smells? No, I pulled, no, but this guy I've got beef with at work, I pulled him up about what the beef that I had with him. I thought, no, you're not going to get away with it. And he started, like, we arguing. I just wanted to douse the fucker with petrol and fucking. <laughs> Holy shit, you sound like, a, you sound like a fucking I, Irishman you tonight. Say, you cannot say a word. You cannot say a word. But the guy who smelled, I told him out, just out of friendship, really. Because I said other people have noticed, you know, and they're talking about you. So if I if I if I walked into work and I shit my pants, mm-hmm. would people still mandatory have to work around me? Yeah, they would. They, they would have to go through the whole protocol of getting the managers and all that. Yeah, Fuck that shit. Manager, be a whole thing. I, I mean, managers I... have sat people down and said, "Listen, mate, you, I don't know how they say it, but what they need to just say, look, go home and have a fucking bath, wash your clothes." <laughs> and there's, you can't. You can't put it any other way. You can't. Yeah, you, can't I mean, you can't pussyfoot about. And and that's the thing. Like like Stuart said earlier, like if you smell like like what I smell today when I get on a bo or whatever, yeah. you're kind of like you know, you're like wait, is, that can't be me, you know? And you do take a whiff of yourself and like oh, okay, yeah. no, it's not me. I, you know. I, now now show us. But now you that, still take an inventory of you know. Oh, maybe I was a little sweating a little bit, you know. But if that's on the way home do from work, it's understandable or not acceptable, but you can understand it. But on the way to work is when I can't, I don't get it. It's when people smell on the way. Here's, uh, yeah, here's what I want to... They're all freshened up just going into work for the day. Here's here's what I want to do really quick, since for those of you on Cave Crew TV, if you're listening, you're not going to get the whole thing. But, but Big B, we got you on camera. So you're on the train and you want to subtly... Uh, check if you smell. Uh, how would you do that? Oh, let's. Uh, well, you know, just imagine we're, we're we're not watching you right now. You're you're sitting back. You're right. you're listening to some Queensrÿche or something on on, on the headphones, and, right. and, and and you smell something, and you just want to double check. 
you know, you don't got soup in your beard or something like that? Uh, well, I guess, you know, we'd be checking, like, the armpits, right? You know, because if it's, like, B.O., like what I smelled, it was B.O., you, you want to check the armpits. So I guess if if I'm standing there, like I was standing up against the doors, and, and uh, I, guess, I guess I would do something like, you know, like I pretend I have an itch or something, yeah. like, on my back. Look at Stu's. Well, what's I, Stu I, doing now? What the fuck is going on in the stew cam? He's got a cat with him now. Now, What do you smell when you go to work? (laughs) So, so so if I'm going to do this, then I guess I would do, I do something like this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I got an itchy back. Pretend you got an itch and you know, you got to turn your head a little bit to scratch and you kind of take a little whiff and you do the other side. You're like, ah, geez, I just can't get it. You know? Or or, or, or or sneeze, like pretend you're sneezing, and put your you know your 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 head into your arm and just try and catch a whiff and go. Oh yeah, oh, right, yeah, yeah. You could do that too, yeah. You know, but what the fuck was going on with the cat? She came in through the uh, special window that I've got there. It's not a special window. We have, window. we have no there's time. A special window? Yeah, but we have no time for that. That mirror is 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 is, is a is a doorway to another dimension. <laughs> we went through this all last week. I don't know if he's had enough sauce to truly let us into his inner circle again. I I don't know, but I one of the things I want to do in life is go visit Stu in London and see the Stu Mansion. I honestly want to do that. And the allotment. Ideally, if I'm going to visit Stu, we have to go to the allotment. Yeah. If I'd have had more time to set up, because I've been working tonight, but I would have, because uh, the family are away, actually. Oscar's asleep above me, but the rest of the family are away. So I could have gone in any room that I fancied tonight, but uh, no, nah, I, I didn't have enough time to set it up. That's a, hey, listen. We love the white room. It's 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 our it's our favorite room. Now I know Big B has another question. He wants to get an opinion of, uh, but I just want everyone to know. I, I I saw this question on Facebook the other day in one of the groups. I, how do you stay fresh? How do you, how do you how do you stay fresh on your show? How do you keep things creative? And and Big B and I have told you before this was supposed to be a sports show. Uh, blah blah blah. How have we lasted three years? The headline tonight, the headline, the major kickoff story, 20 minutes into this fucking show, body odor. (laughs) No one else is talking about that, I guarantee you. Uh, That's how we stay ahead of the curve. We talk about things like body odor. Uh, And and 1700s. People you, that smell. You guys do realize we're actually on air now, right? Usually this is pre-show, after-show. <laughs> people, you know, people think we're nuts to begin with. <laughs> they don't know half the shit we fucking talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, Big B, let's let's keep moving here, and and I've still got all the stories from last week plus this week's stories, which we probably will never even get to. Never. But that's fine. President Trump uh, uh, this week, um, or actually, I think it was yesterday. I don't even think it was this week. But he he made a military announcement, and and I know you were talking to me today, and you said I'd like to get uh, uh, Stu's uh, opinion of this. So 
Why don't you break that down for us? Well, I, 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 I wanted Choo Choo Sue's opinion. Right. I guess Choo uh, Choo Sue isn't around. Um, no, but yes, yes, the, the, the announcement was uh, that uh, transgenders will no longer be allowed in the military. Uh, so I was hoping to get Choo Choo Sue's opinion on this. Well, she's not here, but I was actually in the Royal Navy myself. And when I signed up... And, and, had... and you're transgender because you are Choo Choo Sue, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> when, but when I signed up, I'm sure, and I can't guarantee it, but I'm sure I had to sign a declaration to say that there would be no homosexual activity um, going on right. when I... You know, so uh, check that, big check that. I mean, that's Choo Choo Sue slowly going through more transitions. Choo Choo <laughs> Sue is now blonde with a beard. She needs to go. Oh. She needs to go get electrolysis done soon. <laughs> you that 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 picture looks like he's fucking Kurt Cobain from Nirvana. <laughs> All you need is all you need is like the back end of his head blown out and blood coming back. <laughs> anyway, no, uh, carry on with I, your Royal I, Navy. I wouldn't, be, I, I wouldn't really want to be in the trenches or on the front line with, you know, uh, with a transgender personally. Uh, you know what? If my gun ran out of bullets. And and there was a transgender, a lesbian, a fucking Martian. Uh, a Russian, a fucking Viet Cong. If that guy had bullets still in his gun and he was on my side, I really wouldn't care who was on my side. But but here's the thing. There's a couple of there's layers to this. Now now everybody on the left and all the liberals. Oh, he's against gays and this and that, blah, 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 blah. and they're probably going to protest and wear stupid vagina outfits. And well, you know they're going to if they haven't already. Of, of course they are. Then they're going to like riot and break shit because that's the only thing they can do, and it'll be Russia's fault. Um, and he's a racist, whatever. Uh, but there's there's various there's layers to this. Now, one of the biggest one of the biggest layers is uh, 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 the cost, the cost factor to this. Now the 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 the, the transgender. Once you're in the military, this perk kind of, so to speak, is you're allowed one elective surgery or whatever the government will pay for. So that's the whole thing. The government would have to pay for this this surgery and all the drugs for the years after for this because it's not just a surgery and you're done. There's drugs and all of this stuff, that hormone therapies and all this shit that's going to go on for decades after. I mean, but so per, there's, per, per, there's, per, there's, per, there's there's the cost factor to this. But per then, there's, then there's the emotional, mental factor to this. And I was reading, I was reading something by uh, uh, this, I, I guess, blogger Ben Shapiro. He's a conservative blogger, but but he made he made some good points. That uh, was OJ's there's a lot lawyer. Going on. Uh, what'd you say? That was OJ's lawyer. No, not, not, it's a different. Oh. Uh, um. Still probably there's a, a Jew, there, there, though, right? There's there's a uh, there's a mental factor to this as well, and he said, uh, you know, in speaking to uh, vets and all that, when you're uh, when you're in another country in a war, it's an extreme mental strain. On you. You're you're you know you you don't know you're fighting for your life basically. 
you have you know tracer rounds going over your head. You got IDEs in the road. You got to watch out for. You got to watch out for people just coming out of nowhere and shooting at you and everything. It's a huge mental strain on this, and and that's why uh, a lot of vets are prone to suicide attempts. Uh, there's depression and all this that comes afterwards. You know, uh, PTSD and and all this stuff. And there's it's 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 hell on the on the veterans. Now you add in the mental. Um, issues that go with somebody dealing with uh, transgender. They, they feel they're in a body that's not theirs. There's a whole bunch of, you know, issues that they have to deal with just in that, right? Um, add to that stress going to war. Again, you got tracer rounds firing over you. You got IDEs. You got people coming out of buildings. You don't know who's the enemy and who's the good guy. You have all that stress on top of I don't know if I'm a boy or a girl. And so, so you, 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 things you, like you, that you. that go along with that. Now, the, the, it, what was it? I, I forget the, the percentage that was mentioned, but maybe 40 some, or 20, somewhere between 20 and 40 percent of transgender people attempt suicide in their life because of the emotional issues that they deal with, you know, being this person that they don't feel they are. So you're suggesting or non-acceptance. Now, if you take that and add that into the military, again, you know, vets, you know, go through PTSD and depression and and, uh, suicide attempts themselves. You add that on top of that, you know, you're dealing with a whole huge issue here that you don't want next in a foxhole next to you that, you know, has there's emotional issues going on beyond the war that's going on around. You know, there's various layers to this. Uh, it's not just he doesn't like gays or he doesn't like trans. Stop it. You know, look you're, at you're, look you're, at the you're, facts you're, and read read the facts about about transsexuals, you're, you're, depression you're, rates, you're, you're, suicide you're, rates, attempted suicide rates. You're sticking and, up and for com- Trump again. You're sticking up for Trump again. We don't I'm, have to stick I'm up just for him. Quoting facts. He's the, he is the president of the United States. He stands. And suck it up. Uh, Choo-choo stew. Quickly before the break, though, uh, as someone who is in touch with their feminine side. (laughs) Absolutely. Because obviously Big B is not. um, (laughs) How how would you feel uh, now, say you were young enough to enlist in the Royal uh, Navy, and you wanted to dress like a woman uh, fighting the Germans? No, I wouldn't expect to be allowed to do it. And I'll, I just I wouldn't want to be in the trenches as someone trotted up behind me on high heels with a pink gun or whatever it is. I, it just to me it's not right, and I know it's not politically correct to say that. But look, you know what? I I really don't want to be the one who's sticking up for the transvestites, but I'm I'm going no, to for not, a minute. Just, not, just, 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 wait a minute. Follow that's me. Just, follow totally, me. Yeah, it's, it's two totally different things. They're not transvestites. They're transsexuals. Transsexuals, whatever they are. But follow me. You've got, uh, you know, mortar falling on you and and, and, and chose, uh hopping over the trench, trenches. And, and you really think that dude or girl is thinking about walking up behind you in high heels? No, I know. They're, they're going to shoot well. their rifle, too. Yeah. Can they do that with nails? <laughs> what about the girls that are pretending I'm, to be boys? They, about, they, they they might be an asset. What I'm talking about is the stress related to that entire situation 
on yeah. top of I don't know what I am. Am I a boy or a girl? I don't know. Right. That stress on top of that stress. And in the article I was reading, you know, vets had said these these guys, they get so stressed out about everything that's around them that, you know, just reading a letter from home, they snap. You know, the slightest thing or the slightest bit of bad news from outside of their current environment, and they snap. Okay, wait a minute. Now, picture picture being, <laughs> picture being confused about who you are all on top of that. We have spent the better part of four weeks talking about transgenders. I will not give them another minute of air time. <laughs> you, hey, you brought it up. You said you wanted to address Choo Choo Sue. You didn't tell me that you were going to get into all this mental illness shit. You know what? Sometimes I don't feel too good either. Like if there's no cream for my coffee, you know, I get a little upset. But I, I don't emasculate myself. And you're also not going to, to, to bear arms for the, for the country either. Well, I did, but I also never went through a change, so everyone's safe right. there. Exactly. Right, listen, we're going to take a break. Because everyone's always complaining. We don't take breaks. There's no chance to pee. Um, so we're going to go back. We'll play the allotment song with a quick commercial. And then we'll, because um, everybody loves the allotment song. And, and by the way, we're all still waiting uh, for the sequel to this. You, you can't do an album, uh, Choo Choo, with one I song. I get in the studio with the guys again and... Uh... And try and record something. And when we return, folks, I don't even think Big B knows about this yet. Um, Choo Choo Stew went and saw a concert this week, oh. and, and we're going to review um, what he saw in typical uh, Choo Choo Stew. Trust me, it's it's he, he wasn't drinking a martini at the piano bar. Um, this is good. Cave Crew Radio is the name of the show. Every Thursday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on CapeCareRadio.com, where um, we don't report the fake news. Uh, body odor is real, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> body odor is real. And deal with it in your own neighborhood. It's Russia's fault, though. Yeah, send us five fucking bucks, and we'll, maybe we'll wipe out body odor. We'll start sending... Russia hacked his body and made him smell. We'll start sending soap to Niger or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Oh, hello, ladies and the gentlemen, and cave dwellers in general. This is Choo Choo Stew, and I'm deep in the hallows of London, England. I want you lot to stop taking a piss and join the Cave Crew Radio Facebook group, please. And while you're at it, look us up on the Twitter as well. It's not rocket science, it's actually quite easy. Just search Cave Crew Radio. Also, have you got a bit of spare change in your wallet or in your bank? Because we could do with five bucks. It's easy on PayPal. Just go on to cavecrewradio.com and chuck some money in the tip jar. It helps keeping the dream alive, sockcuckers. So don't be silly and take the mick. Cavecrewradio.com. Fuckers. Okay, boys, look. You've all got the lyrics. So no mistakes this time, okay? I really want feeling in this take, okay? I really want some feeling. So give me your best, okay? Malcolm? 
Okay, I'll do my best. Norman? With feeling, you say. Mr. Small? Well, you know, I'll do one can, boss. Right, we're going to go straight for it this time. No mistakes. Right, on the count of three, the music's going to start. One, two, three. My crops to me are like diamonds. I stand here king of my land. The aroma of manure and a burning heat. And the smell of the shit on my hands. In a neat little town they call London. And a lot of plot I am bound. And many an sweet happiness. Drinking tea as I potter around. After hours and hours of digging, boom, boom, I finally sowed all my seed. I'll see. Far away from the wife and the screaming kids, what more could a chap ever need? All my crops to me are like diamonds. I stand here king of my land. The aroma of manure and a burning heat. The smell of the shit on my hands I took a stroll to the burning heap To burn Alright, enough, 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 enough Folks, you're listening to Keep Good Radio If you want the full version of uh, The Allotment Quartet Sings The Legend of the Black Stuff It is available on iTunes uh, Via Cave Crew Radio uh, Or on YouTube uh, Over on uh, Cave Crew Radio uh, uh, all right, Stu, away uh, from what we've been talking about, body odor, uh, people that think their penis is off. Um, you've had some time alone uh, the past couple of weeks, just you and Oscar, and, and, you know, Oscar entertains himself. He's almost a teenager. and um, he, is a teen- he, he is a teenager. He is a teenager now. Um, you got to see, and you like your music, and, and you got to see this week, a very interesting uh, act over in London, England. Um, can you? And it was actually, I believe, an English band that was being imitated. Well, I don't know. Are you talking about Freddie? Well, yes. Who else am I going to talk about? How many times did you go see a band? Well, what happened was. Do you want to know the actual truth? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go and see Freddie. I met Freddie Mercury. Oh, no. No, no. Fre- Freddie Mercury's dead. For a long but time. This guy looked just like him, right? And I went outside the... I was going to see this uh, this band play, and it was in the basement bar. And I came up for a breath of fresh air and go and get another drink and I stood outside the pub for a while and I bumped into Freddie Mercury and I, it was an absolute spit and he sort of gave me a little smile right <laughs> and I smiled back like a friendly guy I just smiled back and I went alright mate and he was an, he had like an American accent no he didn't have an American accent he had like a Japanese accent I'd say but it turns out he's the number one Japanese Freddie Mercury impersonator. Okay, I, I happen to have a picture of him, a couple. Big B, let me switch over here. This is who Stu mistake 
uh, for Freddie Mercury. Yes, that looks like uh, Freddie Tanaka to me. He looks like the fucking guy from Karate Kid. Nah, I'm, I'm looking. I think he brought you your Chinese food. I can. I'm seeing through the Oriental. I'm seeing Freddie Mercury there. Here, here Big B. Here's another one for you. <laughs> what? <the fuck>? <laughs> <laughs> this is Freddie. His name. His last name is not Mercury. I. I actually had a track to play for you folks, but this is just another reason you need to go and join the Cave Crew Radio Facebook group. Uh, I'll also share it on Twitter later on, but um, I shared a video this guy did, and you should see the remake this guy does of, of, of We Are the Champions or We Will well, Rock well, You or whatever the fuck many, it was. Well, right now, right now it looks like Brian May and a sumo wrestler. He's no, the lead. I mean, He's so. What the fuck was he doing in London? Well, he he was in somewhere like oh, he was in Oxford, and he drove down to London to see this guy uh, playing in the pub that I was in, and uh, yeah, he came down specially with I think it was with an American guy or something. I can't remember now. He was on a business trip, but he is the number one Japanese. Freddie Mercury impersonator. Here he is, I mean, right here. Me, Again, Big B. Uh, hang on. Let me get him over here. I mean, to me, it's an absolute... And he's got a full backing band as well. It's not karaoke. It's a full band. Uh, the, but, but, yeah, but, the picture I'm looking the, at right now, you can... Yeah. Uh, this guy, you know, is pulling off, at least from the side view, he's pulling off Brian May. Looks looks okay. I can't see his face, but it looks okay. It, it was and pre, it was a sumo wrestler. It was the pre-AIDS Freddie Mercury. Pre-AIDS Freddie Mercury, he's still not a sumo wrestler. Holy shit. I've seen the video for We Are the Champions. He's a normal guy. <laughs> oh man. I think he's very good. You, you, you have to watch you have to watch the YouTube video the Big B. Um it sounds nothing like the original. Um did they do a remake of did they do a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody? Because I'd really like to see that too. I'm sure they must have done, but the guy is very talented. He plays keyboard, he plays piano and keyboards and uh, guitar, and obviously it sounds just like Freddie Mercury as well. As he well as not look. sound just like he, well, he sounds. He sounds nothing like a Japanese guy. Uh, Big, you you can go back tomorrow before and go on the, the the Facebook group, and there's a video of him, and and we will post him. Now, did you friend him, Choo Choo Stu? These are the kind of people... We friended each other while we were talking. And he's prepared to come on the show as well, he told me. And you're not bullshitting us right now. No, I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah. This is... Would you like to... Would you be prepared to be interviewed for a podcast? He said, yes. So this isn't like One-Eyed Jim or... uh... Uh, Jim, Jim... Jim blew me out. Jim totally blew me out, and I didn't hurt. He said he fell asleep, but I don't know. Well, it is pretty late, Ning. I'll, I'll give you that. But, I mean, I, I, I this is why Big B and I think really started this show. We we, we need to talk to the Japanese 400-pound <laughs> uh, Freddie Mercury. And now, I, he, can, yeah. he can do one hell of a, a 1977 Elvis. I fucking... I, I want to talk to this guy, Stu. I, I, you... I'm, I'm going along those same sort of line. We've got at least two restaurants 
that I've been to that are not far from where I live that are Chinese Elvises. So you go and have a Chinese meal in a restaurant, and the cabaret is a Chinese Elvis. Have you got those over there? Oh, yeah, one around every corner. I think it's a franchise, is it not? No, I've, I mean, I'll say I've been to two, two of them, and there's, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's more. I can only think of two places in the U.S. that that would occur. One would be uh, Vegas, Mas- uh, Vegas, of course, and uh, Atlantic yeah, City as well. Atlantic City or Nashville? No, no, Nashville and 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 Vegas. And Vegas. Uh, my 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 son's principal resembles Elvis a little bit too, and I wonder if he goes off and. Uh, we, I, 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 and listen, I'm sure every city in the world uh, has one by now, uh, but we have this Elvis festival that comes here. And, 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 and uh, true and out, I'd, I'd rather smell body odor. <laughs> I, 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 I imagine not, it's immensely fun. It's got to be a great fun, isn't it? But, but yeah. give us, give us, give us a, a, a you, you can't do this to us, Stu. This is why you, you may have the title of junior intern, but if you ever went on the free agent market, you would cost us more than LeBron James. <laughs> I really need to know when you go into this Chinese takeaway, what the That's Chinese the Elvis guy says to you. Does he go humana, humana, uh, you know, uh, she gypsies on sale today? I Like, what's the experience with this Chinese Elvis? It's cool. It's really good. It's really good fun. I, mean, I've, I must admit, I haven't been there for years. And that, like I say, I've been to two. And I'm sh- pretty sure there's at least one other one in London. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great night. There's, like, uh, obviously, like a group of people. And you sort of you drink, you eat, you get merry. And then Elvis comes out in the full uh, jumpsuit, the white jumpsuit. I think he has a costume change as well. And he goes around singing, you know, wise man, say, and all of that. And, 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 and all this time he's bringing you your egg roll and, 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 and <laughs> your, your general towel. I think I even got on stage with him at one stage. I've got a picture of me and him together somewhere. I'll have to well, go fucking find it right now. We'll wait. <laughs> I don't care how tired we are tonight. I want to see you in the picture with the, with the fucking Chinese Elvis at the takeaway. Yeah. Like, where do, where do you come up with this you. shit? I thought I had a good imagination when I invented you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, I used to, I mean, Elvis was my, uh, up until, well, I don't know how old I was, but up until my sort of 20s, I used to love Elvis. And, uh, yeah, I've always had a big thing for country and rock and roll, but Elvis was my, yeah, I was very much into Elvis. I've since seen the light and uh, found out there's other music about as well. But yeah, that's why the main reason we went to the Elvis Chinese. I I uh, <laughs> have nothing else to say. Um, listen, on on while we're on the subject of, of of Elvis, I didn't have a chance to share this story with you. But again, folks, in radio on Facebook, all this stuff comes out. Did you guys see? Well, let, let's lay the foundation of this first. Uh, Justin Bieber, he, he's a little prick, Canadian kid right world famous singer um canceled his his tour and you know millions of girls and and transgenders are are heartbroken and um 
anyway, I guess he accidentally hit a uh, a paparazzi last night with his truck. <laughs> well, he was leaving a church service. <laughs> Apparently, he's he's canceling his tour because he's joining the Hillsong Church. Oh, good God. Please let it be a cult where they fucking kill themselves in Nike shoots. Holy shit, that would be great. Like, Justin Bieber is your next uh, Joel Olstein. I fucking hope it turns into Jonestown. And he's the fucking first one to drink Kool-Aid. Uh, uh, you know, he's 23 years old. I don't mean to pick on him. He is a Canadian. He was probably fucking hammered. I, I, I don't think he's going to church. I don't think he's going to church for spiritual reasons. <laughs> Wasn't he involved in some kind of drunk driving thing a couple of years back? Uh, Stu, he's been involved in more headlines. We, we we could do a podcast about him. I mean, he's been in all these headlines, but yet I couldn't name one of his songs. Yeah, his, his fucking neighbors, I know what you're talking about, a couple of years ago, his, his fucking neighbors hate him, or hated him at the time, because they obviously they're in a gated community, and he's fucking drunkenly tearing ass up and down his fucking streets in yeah. whatever car he has, you know, doing like 100 miles an hour or whatever. His fucking neighbors hated him. Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I can't blame him. He's, you know, 20 years old or whatever. He's as rich as he's ever going to be. And uh, he's got to let his hair down. He has no hair, Stu. But he should maybe just get a car and go out in the desert and sort of make a lot of noise like that way and drink as much as he wants. I, I just don't think I, I don't think he's seen the light. You know, I, I'd be surprised. Maybe maybe the guy's going to change the world. Who knows? But maybe this, he's going to turn transgender or something. He's not transgender. He's the one that broke fucking uh, Selena Gomez's crown. Oh, but he still could turn transgender and then and then fight in the Canadian army. The thing is, by the time he's twenty five, he's been there, done it, he's done everything. So he's going to need to do something a bit different. So uh, I think I, I, I really I think he's retired twice. But like you know, he retires when he's nineteen. He retires when he's twenty one. Who's the other one that used to do that? Who's that blonde uh, uh, Spears? Britney Spears. Yeah. Uh, How many uh, times has she retired? Well, she's doing. She's in Vegas now. She's permanently in Vegas. Yeah, I'd like to go see her in Vegas. She's. I mean, she's calmed down. She. They, all these people. It's. It. I mean, and it's all just publicity stunts. Uh, but she went through her phase where she shaved her head and was. Yeah, exactly. Doing all sorts of dumb shit, and it was all publicity. It was just publicity stunt nonsense. Um, but now she's she's in she's like you know a nightly Vegas act, but like uh, 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 what's her name? Fucking Celine Dion is there. Celine Dion, the Canadian, another Canadian. Celine Dion's been there since about nineteen ninety five, hasn't she? No, she's, yeah, she's been there. She's been there a long time. But the only no, the only one been longer. Too. The only one been longer than her is Wayne Newton. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne Newton invented fucking being in Vegas. Jesus, is, is he still alive? No, so? no, he's dead. Is he? I don't know. No, I thought. I think he's still alive. I think so too. I, I, it wasn't a statement; it was a question. Oh no, I think he's still alive. Can you imagine Afton's having to sit for a fucking Celine Dion concert? God, 
Well, she makes millions fucking every night doing concerts over in Vegas, so somebody's uh, sitting for yeah, it. Yeah, those, those Vegas concerts are, uh, are something else. Anyway, folks, the, the whole leading into that story was choo-choo to meeting the fucking Buddha who thinks he's Freddie Mercury, <laughs> who's apparently going to come on the show. Uh, emails go to choo-choo-stew at hotmail.com, not me. Um, <laughs> over, still music, guys. We're actually doing some stories. I can't believe this. Oh, wow, okay. Um, Metallica. A little bit more up my alley, probably Big B's too, right? Yeah. Um, in Toronto, which is Canada, which is where I live, very close to where I live, there was a Syracuse kid, which is in the state of New York, um, apparently he drove his uh, car uh, to Toronto to go see a Metallica concert. Yeah. He lost it. <laughs> now remember, Toronto is but the next. What? Toronto is the next biggest city in 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 um, uh, North America, next to Chicago. Wait, so what New York, L.A., Toronto. What did he lose? He lost his fucking car, dude. Where's my he car? He lost his car? Yes. So, I I actually I actually uh, pulled this story a long time ago. He went uh, he went to this concert in Toronto uh, to see Metallica. I, I believe at the Sky Dome. I imagine where it would be, or the Air Canada Center. Parked his car somewhere. Toronto is a metropolis, ladies and gentlemen. I I mean, you know, Canada is basically barren waste. Uh, from coast to coast, but Toronto is a huge, huge city. And and he parts his car from Syracuse, which is pretty close to Buffalo, I believe, and 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 loses it. Now, he doesn't just lose it. Um, For the night, you know, like, I think we've all walked around parking lots and went, holy shit, could have yeah. swore I parked over here. You know, and it takes you, what, an hour to find it, right? But you always find your car. Well, this yeah. dude, like, he completely lost it. He took out a Craigslist ad. <laughs> <laughs> Three days later. It's just the power of social media, okay? Three days later. <laughs> it was all over the news, at least in Canada, because, you know, we're not so worried about Simeon Yular or whatever his name is. And um, two days later, with the help of Craigslist and social media and everything, uh, they found his car. And, and it wasn't it wasn't more than you know six blocks away or something. I, but he didn't bother to park in the parking lot of either Air Canada Center or uh, uh, Rogers Center, whatever it's called now. Well, the parking it, there, Big B, is is like it would have cost him a hundred bucks. So he probably oh, might. Oh, really? Okay, I, I didn't know parking was that expensive. Like even if you go to Detroit, it's it's twenty five thirty bucks if you want secure. I don't know how it is in New York. Like, yeah, you go to if you go like you go to MSG. Mostly everybody takes the train to MSG, but if you drive or whatever, you you park in a lot. It's like yeah, thirty bucks or whatever, which I'll pay. I don't care. Well, I would too. Eh? You know how often do you go? What I usually do, right? When I go either to Toronto or Detroit to to watch a sporting event, is like you said, we don't have trains, but well, in Toronto they do. But uh, in Detroit, we would take the bus, and it would drop right. you right in front, bring you back. You know where right. your car is. Yeah. But I, I mean, listen, I've been to concerts. I, 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 I've been to, uh, I've been to house parties. Fuck, 
I, I, I've been to house parties which are literally on a street, and it's taken me an hour to find my fucking car. <laughs> I had one time I was uh, I went to Alabama, and I went to uh, a NASCAR race in Alabama. It's in Talladega, and there's like a hundred thousand people in this speedway. I parked, and I, I you know I, it was a rental, so it wasn't even my car. It's a rental car. The race ends, and 100,000 people go out into the, the huge field that's, you know, now the parking lot. I can't find my car for shit. It literally took me about an hour and a half to find my car. There were 100,000 people. I had to wait. I was with the, I was with the uh, Mrs. B. I had to wait until, like, the parking lot thinned out enough where I could just kind of stand and turn in a circle. And say, yeah, there, there, there's five the cars, cars over there. There's five cars left, and they're all the same color. Oh shit! Right. <laughs> and like you know, like I said, it's a rental car, so it's not my car. So it's not like I'm. I can recognize you know my car immediately. It's some piece of shit rental that I'm. You know, I'm barely lucky. I remember what kind of car it is. I'm fucking staring at a hundred thousand people getting. Who in the takes car. a rental car to a fucking concert? Well, I, well, it was in Alabama. I flew to Alabama. Oh, you flew, and, and you had a Hertz or whatever. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Hertz, do you think they're going to rehire OJ? Oh. <laughs> Have him running through the air, the airport with his uh, uh, briefcase? With, with cops chasing him? Yeah. With, with, a, with a fake head in a bag, maybe? I want to go back to the camera. I, I apologize to you people just listening, but um, you guys, you guys, talk for a minute. I want to uh, pull up a few more pictures. Oh, I, I well, did, brought. Go ahead. No, I was going to say. Well, I, I'll describe what you're pulling <coughs> up. And this is Brian May and and, and uh, sumo wrestler Freddie Mercury, who who really would do a good 1977, you know, methamphetamine Elvis. Well, then you just had a. Well, this is. That's him again. That's him again. I really, that could I, be George Michael, couldn't it? <laughs> I, I really, I really want to see this guy. I really, really want him to be on the show. I think these are the kind of people that that that, that are attracted to what we do. <laughs> okay, so so anyway, uh, let, let's go over to my camera here. I, I want yes. to. I, I went to the boys this week, and I said, I don't know if we're really, really getting popular. But I'm getting some really cool friend requests lately. All right. So this here is is uh, is Jane Martin, right? Uh, requesting me personally, not joining the uh, Cave Group group or anything like that. Um, but there's Jane, a uh, nice cover photo. Uh, doesn't tell us too much about her friends or anything like that. But usually you can see if if, if you have a common friend. And then Big B. Uh, shot me a couple. This is Bojkova uh, Zlata. Sure. Bojkova Zlata. See her there? Yep. Yeah. Again, no cover picture. Here's the part I find interesting, uh, Big B. There's one mutual friend to you. Uh, mm. If you If you look down bottom left. And then there's another one here. Um, That's a- oh, sorry. Here's here's the new one. Oh, it doesn't even really show. Hanakarova Malika. Right. 
Is anyone else getting these? These Jane Martins. I, I, I get them more on Skype than I do on Facebook. But, um, yeah, I mean, she looks a lovely girl. And, and, and like I said uh, in the in the chat in the group chat, um, I've gotten a couple recently. But then, when by the time I go on, go on Facebook to look at it, it's already gone. It's a deleted account. Well, the, the the first thing I look at when when like Jane Martin wants to be my friend, look, I I've got a pretty big ego. I'm not I'm not going to shy away from it. But I, I I look at it and I go. You know, what's Jane Martin want with me? <laughs> well, I mean... You know, I'm, I'm being realistic, guys. Right. For, for once, I, I'm, I'm being realistic here. Well, I, I immediately, whenever I get these requests from Panikarova, what, blah, 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 whatever, and, and the other chick, you know, I, I, I automatically know it's a, it's a fake account. It's, you, know, you look at it, there's one picture, there's no history. It just joined six seconds ago. Yeah, from yeah. you know Facebook, I'm not gonna bother. And and, and, the, and then the new ones now, if if you scan their profile, if you go over, they they want to be your friend, Jane Martin, Zakova, Makovics, whatever. And, and and if you really want to get to know me, come on over to my Google Cam. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when that's when the uh, when the trouble starts. There's one that I sent you that I don't know if you, you pulled, uh, but it's it's this profile called Barbie something. And it's probably the worst Photoshop profile picture I've ever seen. And I like looking at it for, for every now and then because uh, they use the, whoever's doing it uses the same face on different bodies. And it's, it's truly the worst Photoshop ever. But read the comments below it. Oh, you look so beautiful. Best picture. <laughs> I love you. And it goes on and on. I'm like, how fucking dumb are some of these people? It's, the, 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 it's a sign I mean, It truly the is the worst Photoshop ever. It's, it, it, this is why, you know, we've, we've covered these articles before. And, and, and they eventually say sex robots are, are going to replace our significant others. We'll just go on and about our daily business. And we'll come home and, 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 you know, Mary Jane or whoever uh, will be there as a robot. Never say no. And um, here we are. I don't know. But they're making them, like, to have small talk. <laughs> yeah. So who needs you know, a they, robot that, that, that'll, that'll engage in small talk with you? The most I want to say uh, to, to, to my female robot would be, uh, you know, Siri. Uh, Chinese food. <laughs> uh, Siri, uh, remote. Just just don't ever get on the cam with them and get your todger out because they'll, they'll have you literally by the short and curlies. What? Well, first of all, I, questions. Uh, Big B called Now he's speaking from experience. Yeah, Big B and I call it a cock, a penis. Uh, you know, uh, cucumber, whatever you call it, a what? A tata? Todger? A tolja? Todger? Todger? A todger? So, but but you're you're missing the you're missing the the, the bigger picture here. Stu just came out of nowhere and brought this up that you don't want to be caught on cam, which means uh, 
that he's been caught on cam with these people. Right. Because you don't I, just bring I, it up at, at some point. I know, I know someone that has, and what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the best line. Asking for a friend. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> it, it, is the, the person you know named CCS? <laughs> <laughs> now, what they done, right, they had, a, they had a message. I think it was on Skype. And I told you, I, I get quite a few of them. And uh, so the person said, oh, add me as a friend. And you, yeah, you add them. And then you say, oh, would you like to come over and chat and stuff like that? You think, fuck, yeah, I would. So you go over there and chat. And then they said, should we get naked? And you think, yeah, we get naked. And, 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 and just tell us, are you in the white room when you're when this is happening? <laughs> uh, before you know it. No, With all the mirrors and shit. And this is, I'm talking about third party, a friend that, that I uh, an acquaintance that, right. that done it. Yeah, of course. And, and it's the Choo Choo Joe. Yeah. So, so the, the geezer's there. He's got his Choo Choo Joe, two doors down. He's got, he's got his todger in his hand, and she's like, you know, whatever, topless or something like that. And she's going, yeah, give it to me, big boy, give it to me. And all of a sudden, the woman, the girl, her camera disappears, and it's replaced by a bloke. And he says, do you know that girl you were just stroking your todger at? She was underage. Now, you need to give us some money because we've got your email or whatever. Oh, we've vid- we've, we've uh, copied this video and it's going to go to the police or going to be going on Facebook or whatever it is. And so they actually ask you for like, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Is is that why you is is, is is that why you have the baseball bat in the corner or by the by the mirror? Or That's there. what the fuck are you whacking with that thing? So it's not that you ever did this, no. Because I'm I'm I, you know what I've been really tempted sometimes to jump in those camera rooms, and now that you've told me this story, um, that's a, a public service yeah. announcement. That's a PSA. Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't me, but I, I definitely know someone that did it. And uh, how much? They, how, how much did it cost them? No, any. They wanted say, like for instance, they wanted five thousand dollars, and he could rustle up about eight hundred, mm-hmm. and he was really panicking. And he, saw, I think, he got advice or something at the same time. He phoned someone or something like that or he emailed someone or looked it up and found out that it's obviously a scam. And and he just totally blankly refused. He said, yeah, put it out there then. And he never ended up paying them, and he uh, he kept his dignity. And and, and still right. to this day, Choo Choo Joe has never gone on an Internet camera again. That's true, except for once a week on Thursday night. But that's, but that's a different story. Um but no, that that that's that's true. If you call their bluff, they're not actually gonna, you know, no. go to the police or anything because they're criminals themselves. Yeah. If you call yeah. their bluff, they'll just move yeah. on. Yeah. Um, that's that's like uh, uh, you get those you get those emails right that uh, not the ones from from Nigeria where you know the prince is leaving you sixty eight million dollars because yeah. you're the only one he can think of. The ones that come through that look like a legitimate email, but they're not. Um, like if you look at the URL, it's like from Russia or China or something like that. It, it's, you know, there's always something a little bit wrong with it, but once you click on it, they, they lock your, uh, uh, they lock everything in your computer. They can yeah, yeah. hack in. Once you click on that link, 
they'll hack into your computer and lock everything. And yeah, it's, called, it's called ransomware. So they'll yeah, keep yeah. your computer locked and you have to pay uh, Bitcoin. Not yeah, actual yeah. dollars. You have to pay in Bitcoin. So it's untraceable. Uh, it's untraceable, and that's that's the main currency in the uh, the the dark uh, the dark internet is what it's called. Um, yeah, you know yeah. where they can get you know different parts and all this stuff, you know, all this hacking material, now, uh, programs and whatnot. Do yeah. Do you ever get the ones? But it's the same thing. Do Do you ever get the ones? Because I get these at home too, right to my uh, personal email. It, it'll be the actual company that I have cable with. Mm-hmm. That'll say uh, you have been hacked, or you have done this, or you have done that. And, and if you drop down the menu to the email, it's not the actual email of the company, right? Yep. But there's all kinds of that scams going on. People are calling up. They're going, "Look, um, you owe the IRS. Uh, go buy us some prepaid uh, Visa cards." Yeah, oh. Well, I, I'm quite sure the IRS does not take prepaid Visa cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, the the the, and it's unfortunate that people fall for it, but I have to laugh at them, because in my job when I was in accounting, tech department, when I was in accounting years ago, uh, my main job was to send out uh, checks. Uh, it's it's commission checks, advertising. So my job was. To send um, what would happen is some, you know, hackers out there or whatever would, would get a hold of our, our account number and uh, forge checks um, telling these people that um, we're going to, what was one of these? We're going to send you, they would send them this check for $2,500 and they would have our bank account number. We're going to send you, the, the, here's a check for $2,500. Uh, there's going to be 10 times that coming to you, but I need you to cash this $2,500 check and send us you know, $2,300 of it uh, So for, for shipping and handling of the $5 million. So, so, yeah. so let's, let's just backpedal yep. for, for one second here. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just for one second, I know it's not common on this show, but let's think about a little common sense. Mm-hmm. So, well, I know you. So, you know, if you're interacting with me, perhaps we'd think it was legit. But I'm just saying, uh, you send me a check and, and uh, oh, I got a $2,500 check. I want $2,300 of it back and I'll send you 10 times as much. Why didn't you send me the original check in the first place? It's It's a common question, but unfortunately, people do fall for it. You're and kidding because it was me. our bank account on it. See, um, so, so actually, so, so, so there's that, people would come to us. So actually, there's there's Molly in West Virginia or wherever she is, and yep. she gets this email. Oh shit! Here's a check. Number one, it's on my printer. It didn't come in my mailbox. Um, yep. I'm gonna print this check. I'm gonna go to the bank. The bank's stupid enough to fucking cash it. Of course, because it's a legitimate bank account. And then and then she's going to pass. Ninety-seven uh, percent of that money uh, back to back to the 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 pirates, right? Yes. So so what would happen is because our name, they all they would do was they would take our name and you know the, on the upper left of the check is the name and address of the, the company, and the bottom is obviously 
account number and the, the routing number and so forth. So they would take our account number and routing number and our name and put it on a check that they printed out somewhere. Um, look nothing like our check, so we know immediately it was, you know, as soon as we got an image of it, we know it's a fraud check. Um, they would send it out to these people, and for the most part, people who received that check would contact us and say, look, I got this check. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why I'm getting it. Um, why are you guys sending this to me? And then we would look at it and say, oh, yeah, it's a fraudulent check. We didn't send it to Please now, now did you money. did you at least send them like a a gift card uh, for being so honest with you? Oh, I don't give a shit if they cash it or not. We're not going to lose money on it because once we report it to our bank, our bank pulls the money back from the, from the bank that cashed the check. So we don't give a shit. So the poor guy who, the money is the poor, is the the guy that actually cashed the check. The, the poor money. imagine the poor motherfucker. He thinks he's got twenty five hundred bucks. He doesn't know what's going on. He might be ADHD or bipolar whatever he is and he cashes this fucking check he's oh man i'm gonna go buy some groceries it's just an honest guy he's he's not going to vegas and betting it all on black uh he's an honest guy and the guy gets fucked up the ass and gets charged back and probably takes fucking 10 years to get back on his feet yeah i and there's you know i've had people call me when i was in that in that area doing uh legitimate payments um for business you know people call me and be like I've lost so much money. I said, there's nothing I can do. I mean, you know, it's a scam. We didn't send you that check. It was a fraudulent check. Somebody sent it to you using our account number. Sorry it happened to you, but it's there's nothing we can do about it. We reported it to our bank. Our bank pulls the money from your bank. And, you know, you, you, have, to, you have to deal with the consequences. It's not, you know, you're not going to go to jail for it, but you're also not going to get any money out of us because you fell for a scam. Okay, and, and listen, if you're that dumb, then then you deserve it. But I, 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 I so the middleman who wrote the check never gets in shit, is what you're saying? Nope. Never. I, I actually, one time I tracked down a guy. Ironically enough, he was in Canada. I tracked him down to like a like a three block radius. I couldn't figure out exactly what house he was. I tracked him down to like within a three block radius. I told my my boss, I told the you know owner of the company. I said, "Go fucking do something with like this." They never did anything. Too much trouble, so I, right? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I guess it was too much trouble. I said, "Go talk to the FBI, do something." So they got the guys there in Canada playing with this Tada or whatever Stu calls it. All right. Yeah, so it, I mean, it, it happens and people fall for it. But, you know, there's nothing us as a legitimate business, you know, conducting, sending out legitimate payments to people that earn money. If one of our checks gets, you know, duplicated in a fraudulent manner, we're not responsible for it. Sorry. And, and listen, folks, I don't mean to continually uh, talk about the Cave uh, Crew Facebook group, but Stu has recorded calls uh, where he's got those computer guys on the line. And oh, we yeah. have posted it uh, in the Cape Crew Radio Facebook group. You know, I haven't had them for a while. We probably fucked them up. <laughs> but it's amazing. That's the same. That's the same type of thing. They call up. I mean, Stu's smart enough not to fall for it. But you know, just picture like a little old lady has no idea what she's talking about, what she's doing on a computer. Yeah. Gives the, whoever's on the call gives gives them access to her computer, and now her computer's hacked. Yeah. Uh, you know, and our bank account is stripped. Our bank account is hacked. You know, everything is, you know, 
it's it's amazing. That, you uh, just got to know that the government, uh, a legitimate business, would never approach you uh, in that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hoping now that, you know, they, especially like our kids, our kids, you know, have grown up with tech. They, they don't know. They don't not know technology. Right. Um, whereas we grew up without all this technology and we, you know, our generation and generation our parents and all that stuff had to learn about it. So, yeah, they're more susceptible to, to falling for this stuff. But the hope is, like, our kids will know a hell of a lot better that, you know, this just this just is. And, you know, there will be a sharp decline in random phone calls by Bill from yeah. from Dell saying that your, com- your computer is down and we need to go in and fix it, you know? You, you know, and, and again, I'm probably dating myself right now. But you know what I find amazing now is all the prank calls, telemarketers, whatever they may be, always used to come on your home phone. Now you get them on the cell phone. But the cool thing about the cell phone is, is it will queue up when it's ringing and say suspected spam. Oh, I love that. I got the new Galaxy 8. I just got oh, it I got like the seven. a month okay. ago. Yeah. And and that, that was one of the features on it. I didn't have that in any phone prior. That's one of the features on it. Comes up and says, you know, potential spam. I've never heard of that. Survey or something like that. Yeah. Immediately, just, I'm not answering. And you immediately just disregard. And yeah. I love to answer. You know how you press the button, right? Uh, you press the button and, and you can give answers to a phone. I'm sure it comes back as a text message or something. I like to say, I'm at the show. <laughs> That's my favorite answer. I'm at the show. You know, you can pick. I'm I'm in a meeting, uh, driving right now. There's 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 all kinds of different ones you can yeah. pick, but my favorite one is, um, I'm at the show. So whoever is calling the IRS, uh, Microsoft, uh, whoever it may be, it's really cool though. The one thing I found with phones, and again, we're getting so in many bizarre areas tonight, but, um. With a phone, you never really get a virus. That's true. You know, like with computers, you're constantly running your your virus thing and whatever your third party, um, you know, what do you calls are, because you know, depending on, especially when you run a risky business like Cave Crew Radio, you're you're, <laughs> you're sometimes on very suspicious links. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm not whacking my poker and and getting threatened by some some Arab, uh, you know, um, Somalian telling me that you know they got a picture of me naked. Um, but you click a lot of places when you're on your laptop or desktop. But I've never really had a problem with my phone going. You've got a virus, or you've got malware, or you've got. Well, I'm adware. sure I'm sure it is there. It might be. I don't know, on wind, well, I suppose on the uh, Android phones, less slightly yeah. on the... I, I, think, I think it will start to see it more and more because these phones are becoming, really becoming so advanced as many computers. Um, I, 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 you, you will start seeing them on, on phones, um, but I think it's just harder to... to... I, I bought my wife a new laptop... Uh... God, I want to say two years ago, but maybe it hasn't been that long. But she's never on it unless she needs to print something. Or, But the funny thing is, is you can do that all from your phone now. 
but she is always her, her, her you know her mails on her phone or her Facebook or Twitter or whatever you know everything's on the phone. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on my laptop constantly because I'm you know what we do, but uh, I don't think I, I think that thing's under three feet of dust. <laughs> you can watch movies on your phone now if your eyes are that yeah. good. Yeah, you can do anything now. Well, I I have I have two phones. I have my regular phone and I have a work phone. I have I have everything I could ever need on on your phone. I mean, it's like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, right? It's uh... <laughs> okay. One last story, boys. Maybe two. I think only one. But this one caught my eye. It is not from Florida, ladies and gentlemen. But I, 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 I'm just in the summer spirit right now. I'm just really into summer. This came from um, uh, from Michigan uh, troopers. There was a naked man arrested on the beach after chasing seagulls. Uh, this is in Petoskey, Michigan. Now you know we talk a lot, um, you know about. We were talking about mental illness in a different form earlier, but, you know, you would think as you're older, um, you would start to lose your wits a little bit about you. Uh, This guy was 22 years old. I don't ever remember running naked on a beach, not chasing a seagull anyway. Um, Several people reported him naked, and he was chasing seagulls all over the beach. Uh, he was an Ann Arbor resident, University of Michigan, everyone, uh, whose name was was not released pending his arraignment. Uh, it was 3 p.m. in the afternoon, so it's right in the middle of the afternoon. Um, Trooper said he might have taken LSD. This is what I find funny. I don't even know if that is not that I take it anymore because it's been a long time since I've been a teenager, but is LSD even around anymore? I thought gonna, it. I thought it got finished in the seventies. Yeah, I like so. So here's a cop who must be ninety. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. I, I just assumed he was on LSD. Well, they got better shit than that now. Now, was he? Maybe he wanted to eat a seagull. No, I, no, I, I don't. Wait, do you, do you have seagulls in in what? in England? Maybe he was like Polish or something. He wasn't trying to change a light bulb in a round room. This is not... <laughs> I'm try, I, wait. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the correlation between him running naked and wanting to eat a seagull. Yeah, maybe he was trying to catch one to eat it. And okay. he had to be homeless. naked for it. Well, he might have been homeless and sort of lost all his clothes. <laughs> this is just being. This is just the bleeding. I, the reason I'm saying that. I was listening to something the other day where... He had a friend, right? He had a friend well, that once lost his underwear was, while out drinking one night. Someone was in court for chasing... Uh, well, for killing and eating a seagull. What? I yeah, It was in a book that I was reading. There's no books anymore, Stu. Everything's <laughs> online. Well, it was an audio book. It's an audio book. I say, when I say reading, I was listening to it. <laughs> and the guy was Polish... <laughs> Or Eastern European, and he was like a, a slave, you know, like a gypsy. Like 
no, he was a modern slave and he was undernourished because they weren't feeding him. And he chased the sea. Well, I don't know how he got the seagull, whether he chased it or caught it, trapped it. And uh, he ate the seagull and he got arrested for it and ended up in court. Listen, if I was starving, I'd a seagull. I think Why anyone not? would. But, but listen, do you even have seagulls in England? Very hard yeah, we have seagulls. They attack people as well. No, they do not attack. They go around wherever there's a piece of bread or someone no, drops a chip you. on I've, the I've, beach. I've or... witnessed it. They, they attack people. There's killer seagulls in England. <laughs> <laughs> attack of the killer seagulls. It's not yeah, a fucking... It's, well <laughs> it's not what's-his-name, uh, Alfred Hitchcock uh, movie. It's well no though, the birds. The birds. <laughs> Stu said it's well-known. It's apparently well-known. It's not well-known to us in the other hemisphere. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock uh, was born up the road from where I am. Yes, and, and, and it wasn't really about crows or ravens. It, it was it was seagulls. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up the seagull wiki page now that, uh, and see and see the, the special uh, killer seagull section. Yes, it, 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 it's a known fact. <laughs> I've witnessed uh, seagulls attacking my mother on more than one occasion. <laughs> what? Seriously. On more than one occasion? Twice. What was she well, doing? Hanging? What was she doing? Hanging the laundry in the backyard and the seagulls all drove down? No, and they, they attacked her. She, she was very worried about it. Like They were definitely going for her. They thought she was bred. It was like two days in a row. They uh, attacked my mother. Maybe they I'm were sorry. protecting their nest. I, I I don't know where your mother lives. Does she live by the sea? No, well, we was in Spain at the time. Oh, so you got a phone call from mom saying I've just been attacked no, by seagulls from my sister's wedding. Why wasn't your mom at the wedding? She, well, she was at the wedding. So we she got attacked by seagulls at the wedding. It was like we was in a hotel. Yes, and they flew down and attacked my mum. The seagulls, yeah, or this particular seagull did, and it came back the following day. She, she was, she was just standing on the veranda, minding her own business, having a tea. Yeah, I mean, you can ask Google whether has anyone ever been attacked by a seagull, and the answer will be yes. The <laughs> the modern the modern day pit bulls, big big seagulls. I don't think I've ever had a recorded seagull attack in, in my lifetime. Yeah. And I read the news every day. I mean, they're rife over here. The old seagulls are like vermin. You think they're like rabid? They got like rabies or something? They might well have, yeah. And and, <laughs> and so, like, you could be taking out your garbage. Like, uh, Big B and I might worry about a rattlesnake or a bat. Or maybe okay, a mosquito. So, so... I Google, has anyone ever been attacked by a seagull? <laughs> Only you would do this. <laughs> of course I would. The first thing that comes up, how to survive a seagull attack. <laughs> uh, and this is from a the, very... Oh, from the Telegraph from, from the UK. Killer yeah. seagulls. The seaside gets seriously scary. Boulder and reported... Older and reportedly bigger and more aggressive than ever before. Flocks of gulls, blah, blah, blah. Reading the reviews. 
seagulls. I bet fish and Britain is attacked by seagulls. Okay, can, Seagull can you can you the truth about Britain's new public enemy number one? <laughs> <laughs> Seaside menace: How to avoid gull attacks from the BBC News. I think I think maybe everyone over there is on acid. If you, Who do you if advice you, for people in seagull attacks again from the BBC News? I don't. I, I don't. Now listen. Is there a recorded? Se- to, like, when you go to the seaside in England, okay, there's a certain couple of things you have to do, and one of them is have fish and chips, right? And so you go and get fish and chips in a tray, and and you walk along, and it's the chips like potato, fr- uh, like French, French fries. fries yeah. We, 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 yeah, yeah. So you walk along, you eat your fish and chips. Uh, douse them with salt and vinegar and you walk along and eat them as you go along and you know if one or two drop then seagulls come and get them well of course they do that happens here you're yeah, on they're the not beach. waiting for them to drop anymore they're they're helping us sell so these are radioactive seagulls they're not radioactive but they're they're going to, they're picking up their own fish and chips out of your plate you know and they are actually attacking people my mum never had fish or chips in sight when she was attacked. Okay, uh, folks, uh, just just another thing for you to wonder if this show is fiction or nonfiction. Because <laughs> um, sometimes uh, I wonder. I, I have a hard time believing that. But, uh, okay, I'll, I'll run with it. You know what? Hey, they, they got that monster in the lake over there in Scotland. Um, the, 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 the bridge fell down, and now it's in Arizona. Um, sure. Yeah, you've got seagulls attacking people. They're, who's worse, ISIS or seagulls right now in London? Well, ISIS, I think, but uh, seagulls are definitely a contender. <laughs> it depends on where you live. If you live by the ocean, fuck ISIS, it's all seagulls. Yeah. I don't know if, if you I live ever... in the city, then you got to worry about ISIS. Yeah, I don't know if I ever... Uh, I don't know if I ever... Um... Yeah, okay. I'll go with it. I'll run with it. All right, guys, look, it's that time. We played this perfectly right. We've talked about body odor, uh, killer seagulls, um, uh, Chinese Elvises. uh, Transsexuals. Transsexuals. uh, There's been more, obviously. We get to that funny part in our show. Um, uh, Stu, you're going to have to read the chat because when I look in there, it's only me and you. And you're yeah, saying I mean, you're saying hi to all these people, and and I don't see them. No, I, I was mistaken. It says, uh, no, uh, it was just me and you in there. And you thought I was Mama King. <laughs> well, I mean, I, in, in Stu's defense, he may have just been attacked by a seagull, right? <laughs> of sorts. So I'm having uh, some thoughts here because I've actually taken a lot of notes today. But, uh, Bigby, uh, I, I think you might kick us off with this one. He's I've still taken re- no notes. He is but... still reading the story about the seagull. He is going to find he's going to find something, folks, on the Discovery Channel. And three weeks from now, uh, Bigby is going to have a huge report on 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 seagulls. Well, in the searches related to has anyone ever been attacked by a seagull, there's one that says celebrity attacked by seagulls eating chips. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, folks. 
I'm going to play the uh, devil's advocate tonight and say I do not believe anyone has ever been attacked by a seagull. <laughs> I am going to stick to our pre-show notion, and I'm just going to call this cheesy peasy chips. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say choo-choo uh, Joe and the killer seagulls. Choo-choo Joe? Choo-choo Joe and the Killer Seagulls. Yes. Okay, I can run with that, too. Uh, over to you, Stu, to try and change your mind. Uh, I started off with Killer Seagulls. And I was going to ask Freddie Mercury and the Killer Seagulls. Here's was Choo-choo Joe. I, I'm 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 gonna throw one out there just to just to make it for fun, because Killer Seagull seems to be cemented. How about Chinese Elvis and the Killer Seagulls? Yeah, I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah folks, Chinese Elvis and the and, and, and the Killer Seagull. Um, if you want to hear about cheesy peasy chips, uh, you're gonna have to listen to next week's preview show. Because it was recorded before we went on air. And it's privy. We're going to start charging for this shit. <laughs> All right. Let me uh, queue up again here. And, uh, oh, so uh, I have a, I, I just want to say very quickly, uh, folks, I was on a show a few weeks back, uh, a good guy, Drew, uh, from Scotland, uh, and some of his buddies saying out, I call it the haver. Because it's spelled H-A-V-E-R. But apparently the name of the show is The Haver. Mm-hmm. And I have been asked again to do a back-to-back appearance oh, on the do. show. So again, Facebook, Twitter, for radio, really easy to find. Um, I will post the links and I will be on The Haver again Monday night. And of course, uh, Big B, you'll be rocking the airwaves on uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday. Every Tuesday at nine PM. You can right. hear it here. Here you can hear it live here on Cave Crew Radio. Yeah, you really stumble over that Cave Crew Radio. And where's that other joint again? Nuclear Rock, Metal World Radio. Right, Nuclear Rock is old. And Stu, you disappeared, but no pod train. No, I'm still here. No, the train's crashed at the moment. It's in the in the uh, depot being repaired. All right, kids. Until next time, we are. Quickly winding down uh, CCR 2K17. A new season will be uh, announced if all three of us sign on. We have yet to negotiate that. But if we do, we've got some fun stuff coming up for you. So stay tuned. Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Cave Crew Radio on Twitter. CaveCrewRadio.com. Simple. Easy peasy. Like cheesy peasy fries. Shut up! Shut up! Shut, 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 shut!